0: Hello. It's me, Kyle, your host. And I I take them off like right away every single time. And I, I know. throw them like what was the point of that, that reveal? <laughs> anyway. Just realized that just now, four episodes in. Oh my gosh. This is my Doctor Strange Capelet cloak deal. Hopefully you enjoy. It's 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 not showing up nearly as well on the camera because it's, it's more of a longer down the back thing
1: and this is front forward but nonetheless <clears throat> welcome you have a red cape that's yes. i mean it's like it's like faux cosplay yeah and you happen to have a red cape so this is my dr strange <laughs> motif for today
0: as we enter into a strange episode what if dr strange lost his heart instead of his head? this is my co-host for today marie claire gould <laughs> yes uh, That is me. You may have met her before and seen her face before. Thank you for joining us live. And thanks for catching us on replay later on. For those of you who missed us tonight, because you were off to see Shang-Chi in the theater.
1: Yes. Let's get to it, shall we? <laughs> that is the other big event that is happening today. Yes. No. The yeah. other big
0: event is, uh, is the new Marvel Comics thing came out today, uh, or at least it came out for me. I haven't collected my comics in like two weeks from the comic book store, and this is the cover of the free thing that previews the next quarter of comic books to expect and to delight and be interested and intrigued by. Um, it is Hulk number one immortal no more and i interesting bring that up because last week probably when this came out mm. i was going on about how hulk is immortal a, a semi rant <laughs> not a full rant just a
1: semi rant <laughs> yeah
0: and here it is they're they're like well we better catch up to the mcu and he is immortal no more. Absolutely. Uh, on the cover of Marvel Free Previews. So throw that down there with my sunglasses and introduce <laughs> to you my co-host Marie-Claire
1: Gould. You already said my name.
0: Tell everyone wh- who you are, where you come
1: from, and let, me, let us know all about what you saw at a high level of this episode. Okay, so I'm Marie-Claire Gould. I am the regular owner and uh, host of this channel and podcast, and I'm also quite known for what the force which is a star wars podcast that looks at star wars from a very similar lens to this podcast slash youtube channel Excellent. um i really loved this episode <clears throat> you loved this episode i really did like it, like it was so dark and I, i'm sure some people hated it but oh people hated it yeah but I loved it
0: lots of people hated it
1: I have many reasons why I loved it it was deeply psychological it had a lot of uh Jungian motifs that uh we see often in fiction very very common symbols um it was dark depressing and tragic um it was also a semi-cautionary tale which you know can can go good or bad depending on it 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 works because it's a one-off what-if. Mm-hmm. Um, if this was the end of a Skywalker saga, we would be very depressed. Um,
0: this but that's is not where we the are. End. This is not the
1: end. This is also... I don't think this is the end of this particular Doctor Strange. Not, no, it is not. Yeah. I, I don't think so. And... I mean I have no proof of that other than I have proof of it in the in the oh, slideshow that I made excellent. later on. Well yes. no I think that they're going to be pulling this Doctor Strange back mm-hmm. and and having more what if stories with this particular broken Doctor Strange which mm-hmm. cuz he is he is the thing that has survived his u- universe's end and that's just such a fascinating story because you're kind of in your own hell that you've made for yourself. Right. Um and some of the reasons, I don't know. Do you want me to go into like high level ones? And then I'll go into the specific. I just asking specifics. for you to go
0: high level. We can delve okay. into specifics. Are slides specifically created with you in mind? Yeah,
1: no, I'll go into those ones later. But okay. specifically what this reminded me of was uh, Anakin as Vader wanting to bring Padme back from the dead, which is a common thing that we see in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and like how sort of fruitless that activity is. You sort of have to have a new life uh regen you know reincarnation to have another chance at life to fix your mistakes from a storytelling perspective or just like fix your capelet yeah and and we're gonna go into like why why he could never save christine i think is mm, I one of the things to we're gonna about. go into <clears throat> um and uh welcome to those who are in the chat who are hanging out with us Yes, for this yeah.
0: yes uh so, my high level, yep. it made me cry. Oh, I was I, so sad. I'm gonna tell you that's not hard with you.' <laughs> it's so so sad throughout that entire episode, mm. uh, and it never got better. It mm. never made me feel better the entire episode. Yeah. so there's that, mm-hmm. um, and at the end of the day, I was like, "Oh, what a heartbreaking, beautiful, amazing episode. And then I thought about it some more. And unlike each and every single one of the other episodes, I found I'm not a fan of this episode. This episode plays on tropes yeah and this episode deals with things in a in the same vein we get each and every time as marie claire's already brought up vader seeking and seeking padme um this this doctor strange needs his christine and it is his christine uh and her death that is important Mm -hmm. um kills me every time because christine isn't even a character she doesn't get to be no. She does not get to be a character. She yeah. is a, more of a rounded character in the movie Doctor Strange Absolutely. than she is in this episode, even though she gets more airtime in this episode than she does in the movie Doctor Strange. Fascinating.
1: Uh, okay, <sighs> so, so you don't like it because of the tropes that they pulled on and because of what... The genre stuff well, that just, they were playing into. But I love that, actually. Because it's it's yeah, just using y- storytelling shortcuts. You need to stop fridging women. Oh, absolutely. Like, 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 But we know that that's not the truth for our universe.
0: Well, our Doctor Strange, you mean? Yeah. Or like our world. Because it happens well, no, no, no. so often No, no, no. I meant the, our, Do-
1: our Doctor Strange. That didn't happen for our Doctor Strange. And that's why this... Not that it's okay to the refrigerator woman trope is really wrong, of course, but um, it's and it is overused. You're absolutely right. However, in the context of this episode, I think it's fine because they only have so many minutes to tell stories to pull on tropes as a storytelling shorthand. I
0: think that they just should have thought about it a bit more deeply Mm. when they went to do it and well and they could and have said executed. like has this been seen before the problem here is folks is that we're only getting half the story we're not going to get the sorcerer supreme uh strange mm. a redemption until later in this season i think the last episode right when uh, maybe all
1: the episodes maybe all the tangents get pulled together is that what you're thinking is going to happen i'm not
0: thinking it's going to happen it's going to happen oh. That is the ninth episode. I'm, I'm going to lay it out right here. You've heard it here first, or maybe. The last <laughs> episode is a zombie episode, and I'm going to bet that the Watcher pulls all of these heroes from these disparate episodes that we're getting mm. into one cosmic Avengers group, and they are going to tackle the threat of these zombies. That's kind of cool. <clears throat> I like that. Yes, or or the tentacle beast I haven't decided which of those two things it's going to be yet. But the previews, if you pause the previews at the right times, as I'll show you later on in this in the slideshow, you'll see that there is definitely a scene with Sorcerer Supreme and Captain Carter later on. Oh, that's that's actually teased. That's Um, cool. And we didn't know that that was Sorcerer Supreme when this all started. We didn't know that that was Captain Carter when this started. So we get to, if you go back Mm -hmm. and you see the previews, which a lot of people don't, you'll get those glimpses of what is to come in what if. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so let's dig into it. This is the very first episode where each and every single actor is the same as in the MCU. They are not individual people. So we have Benedict Cumberbatch and we have Christine as played by Leslie Bibb. And I totally played Marie Claire for a fool the other day when I was like, she's like, is that, is that, what's her, is that the lady who played Christine in the movie? And I'm like, yes, it is. It's Leslie Bibb. But no, that's Christine (laughs) Everhart. Leslie Bibb plays her in a couple of Marvel movies now uh, as the reporter journalist who is on screen talking about the tenement building fire that kills Christine Palmer. Yeah. Oh, my God. They went and got every single one of them. Benedict Wand is in there and Tilda Swinton, too. Yeah. So this led me to conjecture via Twitter the other day hmm? that Ike Amadi, who plays Obet, and I didn't pull up a picture because I was just, Marie Claire said he was really hot and I was feeling a little, you know, Emasculated. Um he's very attractive. He's a very nice looking, very, very handsome man. And he <laughs> uh I think play looks a lot like the obe from the from the show. And I will mm-hmm. let you know that the Doctor Strange movie refers to Cagliostro quite a bit to have him in this what if? I would think that we're going to get some Ike Amadi in the next Doctor Strange movie. That would be cool. I'm just cool. gonna put that out there. I think it'll be played by Ike Amadi, and if it's not, mm. come on, why? Why wouldn't you? He's just so handsome. He all really right. is. Yes. So, and then I pulled this up too because that is the amalgam of uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> and it is just a beautiful painting. Isn't that gorgeous? Yeah,
1: like all of his different, uh, oh, Cthulhu esque pieces that have been pulled together. Yeah, a lot of people are saying yeah. the dragon was much like Smaug. Yeah. Not Smog, Smaug. Smaug. You're not or, supposed to pronounce the g? Huh? Are you you didn't no, pronounce I, the g? sorry, there was a, we were watching
0: that show the other day where they were the two guys were fighting over the name it was of Brooklyn
1: 99. Brooklyn 99, yeah. they're
0: fighting over the name of Smaug, Smaug. and it's like it's Smaug, it's Smog, it's Smaug and I'm Smaug. like it's Smaug because like bow <laughs> and through you don't pronounce the gh and anyway. Uh, yes so Mm. here we go let's dive into it and first I like to talk about and you can uh, first I like to talk about where's the watcher this is my new uh, segment (laughs) in the show that I'm going to pull out but we have noticed that he's been
1: getting closer and closer and closer to the story as the stories have been taught like like just on the edge of perception and now he actually is interacting which is interesting yeah it's a sign of the
0: power of doctor strange also the relevancy to the continued storyline because this is going to all come to a big head in connectedness because remember what about the mcu is important that everything connects to everything else and if you have these short little stories that don't really necessarily seem to have any relevance to each other oh look Mm -hmm. the mcu is like no 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 they're all connected Mm mm-hmm and uh the watcher is our connected piece through that and sorcerer supreme strange yep you can't call him doctor strange because he literally gives up being a doctor
1: no yeah he's no longer doctor strange but fine yes he he went to medical school and he wants to continue to use the title um so this i, I think he gave up all the annual <laughs> testing that he has to do
0: um because he's just sorcerer <laughs> supreme strange and that's what they call him sorcerer supreme strange <laughs> um, not doctor strange so anyway yeah. here we go we're looking at at this these are all of the instances where the watcher appears in this episode uh the first time we get is in your bottom left where he's in the skyline the usual mm-hmm. typical mm-hmm. one him distant and away and then we get another one as we're doing a montage which i'll get to in a moment as well at the tail conclusion of the montage and then he gets close and closer and closer to dr strange throughout the entire one until the top right right underneath the watcher part where he indicates where they then have a conversation together
1: yes absolutely and what's interesting is it's very similar to the last episode where he was sort of in the background but then you we obviously see him move more forward in you know, as he's more engaged and as Dr. Strange starts to notice him more because of his power. So did you see all four, insta- five instances of the Watcher in this episode? You probably did at least see three
0: of them and probably all of them. I didn't. Um, you didn't see them all? No. No, you probably weren't counting, too. But no. that is what we're doing. It is going to be our new segment to it. kick the whole thing off where's the watcher
1: <laughs> Where's the? it's like fine it's like where's waldo but
0: yeah and if you're listening to this via podcast form there are five instances
1: <laughs> yes
0: absolutely <laughs> all right
1: uh okay so
0: one of the other things i've been trying to do throughout is mm-hmm. find commonalities between Mm -hmm. each of the between the movie, the storyboards that we've gotten, because the director, Andrews, oh, yeah, he is the principal storyboard artist for so many of these shows. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have doubted that he'd want to pull some of these together. And so I only pulled in the bottom, the bottom one in the one image. But I will tell you that it is pretty much exactly the same beat for beat. The car crash you're talking about. Yeah, the car crash from the movie yeah and that is at the bottom here and i have to tell you it's kind of hard to tell which one of those two is the cartoon and which one is the real yeah yeah huh and then in the top we have it, it it's not the same scene because in this one here it's wong on the right and it's um tilda swinton's character the ancient one on the left yeah. with Doctor Strange in the middle with the eye of Agamotto when he first picks it up and he's converting the apple, which was another beat for beat scene as well. Uh, I just felt like not throwing up a bunch of pictures on the screen for you. But the one on the left is actually Wong and um, it's uh, Wong and Mordo who confront him in the movie. And they've taken Mordo completely out of this. Maybe they couldn't get him, but
1: also maybe he just doesn't quite fit. Well, it's sort of like... Doctor Strange is taking the place of Mordo because he is sad over the over something associated with death, right? And that was Mordo's whole motivation inside of the movie was trying to overcome death because of the death of his loved ones. So mm-hmm. Doctor Strange is almost filling the same role that he, and is in so many ways more successful because he, when he looks at one of the books, um. In the library, it actually has the symbol mm-hmm. that is associated with um, Dormammu and the Kegliata, or the Kegliostro. Keg, no, with what Mordo goes and does that that specific um, ooh ritual that he does to become more powerful and to tap into the dark dimension.
0: Oh, which Mordo doesn't do, and Mordo <clears throat> M- stands more- against.
1: Oh, sorry, not Mordo. Yeah. I meant the other guy. Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, that right. guy. I can't sorry, the name. he fulfills that role inside of the. Yeah, in many ways, um, he becomes this his episode. own bad guy. Yeah.
0: So um, it's at this point that the similarities largely cease. We mm-hmm. get the that you know where his hands are wounded and instead we lose christine and i'll like to talk about that a bit more and the crash but nothing else in the episode other than a few beats of like the shot of him sitting and looking out the window are really similar to Mm. that in doctor strange because it's not doctor strange anymore we've we've gone far off the part off the track Right away here, um, it is not an amalgam of a bunch of different movies like the last one was. It's not the Star-Lord Black Panther one, which we got in our second episode. Uh, As uh, my son likes to say, the chaos levels were extremely high. You you know what? (laughs) Why don't we just have him tell us? Yes. Mm. There we go. Chaos levels are rising because Doctor Strange has merged with a bunch of beasts. The chaos levels are at an all-time high, at a 9, like a level of 9. That's pretty high. In this timeline, the world is ending, and Doctor Strange has two people now merged. What is going on? Everything is ending. There's a bunch of black goop everywhere, and we don't know what's going on. Doctor Strange has two timelines, one where he's a merging with animals and becoming a beast and then the other he is not merging with animals and becoming a beast and there's two doctor Stranges somehow and back to the other thanks Will.
1: <laughs> thanks he, so much he wanted to participate but he wanted to do a chaos weather report yeah and i'm like that's cute we'll do it <laughs> expect
0: more from that other timeline in future episodes mm-hmm <laughs>
1: Yeah, <clears throat> he's a he's a cute little news reporter. <laughs> he is a sheer delight. All right.
0: So, all right. The death of Christine, mm-hmm. uh, I think is important. And I kept thinking this. Is that a broken glass heart?
1: Yes. Yes, it is. We should play uh, Heart of Glass.
0: Yeah. Or a
1: Celine by Dion Blondie. song of, of any kind.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> so let's talk a bit about this um and my struggles with it maybe you want to jump in as I mean, well
1: i didn't have as many struggles with it i okay. i really like <clears throat>
0: uh i like tropes fair the what if of this <laughs> is essentially that dr strange genuinely loved christine and recognized it in himself and From they an- never broke up yes and as a result, when he got to go to his awards show, which wasn't actually an awards show in the movie,
1: it's just a, a presser sort of thing. Um, he was just giving a speech in front yeah. of a conference or something. Going to a conference, giving a yeah. speech.
0: This one's an awards show. You're getting an award, and this is an important thing. He's getting an award for a uh, this this schizophrenia. Yeah. thing that he's done where he's he's separated the two bra- the two hemispheres of the brain yes. to stop not schizophrenia stop um
1: epilepsy
0: yeah and it was a radical it's, it is a
1: genuine thing that does happen thing that's done yeah but
0: then at the same time very much like it's a it's a hint to us later because what happens later on he gets split into two different persons yeah uh as well so that was but really interesting that is
1: delightful that they sort of we're foreshadowing that because in so many ways when they actually have to separate the hemispheres parts of your body um react in different ways um so sometimes like your right hand kid doesn't know what the left hand is doing when you separate the hemispheres in your brain yeah yeah it's i mean it, it, it helps a lot of people that have s- very severe seizures so what you're
0: saying is the ancient one should do that to people having seizures
1: no oh, okay that's not
0: what i'm saying <laughs> if at all. only right no instead of being one person with troubles here you'd be two people with troubles no thank you okay well <laughs> this is my problem
1: and i'll also talk
0: about okay. the paradox that dr strange
1: is it is going a paradox that's to. the only that's really <clears throat> the only reason he can't change it is because it's a paradox and it's illogical
0: well i, I like, like the comment and calling it of an act a, a um something point the word failed me it's a point absolute point absolute point because it cannot be changed because it predicates all that will come to pass afterwards honestly it's quite a
1: common time travel yeah if he wants to
0: retain the same this is the other key point here too is that he wants to retain the same times time stream Mm -hmm. like the because the infinity stones are all maintaining the integrity of that universe even the different permutations of it there's only one time stone and he's manipulating that time stone to change time to the point where he would no longer have the time stone and he would no longer be on that path. He is essentially trying to stop himself from starting down the path to begin with, which is like time travel where you shoot your own father. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there and it basically disallow the world disallows yeah. him from doing so. It continues to put things in place that disallows him from moving forward. And that has a a great, there's a great line about grief in there and the inability to move forward when you're experiencing trauma and grief the way that Doctor Strange has. Because what's interesting is that it's been two years, but it's two hellish years where he spent how many countless times dying in front of Dormammu? How many millions of futures has he investigated in order to defeat Thanos? Mm -hmm. And now he's come back. He sat down with the cheap whiskey and he is thinking about what could have been. Yeah. I think it's a moment of like, I've done so much service. Do I not get anything for myself?
1: I don't, I don't actually think that it's, it's that. I think it's that, um, our brains can't always tell the difference between our memories and, our reality when they're heavily invested in um, emotions. Um, So that's why we sort of get trapped in our past selves occasionally when we're triggered by, you know, smells or locations or um, even just thoughts of old times. And it symbolically shows in the show what ends up happening when you try to go through that and you end up getting stuck in the rumination of that time period which is you go down a dark path a path that many people can't follow you right (laughs) wow (sighs) so
0: the problem though is that they use christine's death Mm -hmm. as his beat and also call christine his heart and i don't and that's what i i'm i'm struggling with the title because he doesn't technically lose his hands he just loses the ability to you know super fine motor control pull out a hardened by antimony bullet from somebody's brain which okay by hand um so he loses that and he cannot perform any longer as a surgeon so mm-hmm. that's what causes him down his path in our doctor strange the mcu 616 is doctor strange and in this reality it's the death of christine That drives him to become a sorcerer because intrinsically on some rooted traumatic level, he desires her still in his life. He can't get over his loss of
1: her. Yeah, I would say so. And he was looking for a way to control more of the world than he had as a doctor. Yes. Which was still a significant way to control the outcomes of people's lives. Right. But it wasn't enough to... Yep. save her or prevent what happened
0: so it leads him down a dark path in the same way that it led loki down the good path yeah <laughs> because in loki he finds out that his mom is dead and he's stuck in the tva and it turns him into a good person
1: yeah and one and in one division in into a that she went down a dark path dark path, and had
0: to pull herself out by her own she didn't have a an, an ancient one to split her Mm, in the hopes of I
1: mean Agatha helped right even though like she didn't she didn't mean to help she did because she helped her confront everything in a semi-appropriate and safe way
0: yep yeah I'm the villain you can you can blame it all on me yep that's that's great um so we got a broken heart and so why not a montage <laughs> here's my other problem with a the death episode.
1: montage
0: here's my other problem with the ep- the episode it's, okay it's only a 30 minute episode and they have to get through so much because there's an off chance that you've never seen dr strange and you don't know what's going on or you have but it was a while ago because the movie came out in 2016 and that's like five years ago mm-hmm. and i mean there was a pandemic in the middle there so that's like at a decade right so we get three montages in this episode we get the montage of Oh, hey, we better catch you up. That all the,
1: like, This is what Dr. Strange is. <laughs> here's
0: Dr. <Doctor> Strange <laughs> because here's his his seminal point where he becomes Dr. Strange. But then we have to tell you all of the things that lead up to now because it's been two years. We better catch you up. Ancient One dies. The world gets saved. Confronts Dormammu. Okay, we're good. Okay, we've gotten to that. All right, now he really wants to bring Christine back. Time for another montage. Death
1: montage. <laughs> Let's
0: kill Christine as many times as possible. Yeah. And I will say that the beats in the story are great. That lead up from one moment, to, from one death to the next. I see. I feel his panic. I feel Christine's, you know, constant bewilderment mm-hmm. at the changes that are going through him in heartbeats to her. And the deaths are always thankfully off screen but they're not not like they're still traumatic enough as it is so wow not only now has he watched christine die once he's probably watched christine die hundreds of thousands of times because he's dr strange and he never gives up
1: yes he's a very stubborn he beat dormammu yeah he
0: went through four million different outcomes of the thanos event
1: yeah and we also got that out of the episode two when he said how long he had been alive for centuries trying to gain enough power to make this happen it's just
0: oh my goodness i cannot believe this um it's funny that they're mentioning dr doom in there i'm gonna mention dr doom in a bit too uh and then we get another montage i got to get the power
1: which was entertaining. I enjoyed that. I mean, if it's... you like
0: a montage, if you like a montage, this is your episode. <laughs> None of the other episodes have montages like this. I Agent mean, Carter. does Agent a Carter couple. had some solid. Yeah, Carter. You're yeah.
1: sorry, yes, Captain Carter and the fighting and the you know had had some solid montages, but yeah, you know, you're right. This was this was a montage heavy episode. Like that's that's a few too many a montage i think
0: i don't uh, okay maybe i'm spitting uh
1: i i like the the i'm I'm
0: eating the cthulhu monsters oh okay yes they were i I like montages as well uh especially like a make me pretty montage i always love those makeover i mean it was a it was a
1: makeover montage of sorts
0: (laughs) right it really was (laughs) makeover montage
1: makeover 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 (sighs) so okay
0: that's my other problem i didn't like the heart of glass element of christine's being fridged to just to motivate dr strange to go down this dark path and then i didn't really like the fact that there was three montages in a 30 minute card i'm
1: gonna have uh, heart of glass running through my head that's awesome for the rest of this time now and moving on all right
0: Oh, hey, I've already covered this, but I did want to talk about another important absolute point of time uh, thing, and that is all of the Final Destination movies. Oh. None of I think Marie Claire's <laughs> only ever seen one. Have uh, you ever seen any? I think I've seen the first one, oh, maybe. Okay. I have seen at least four of these, but I could not tell you which four I've seen. <laughs> they all blend together in Final Destination points. But if you ever want to talk about absolute point in time and how time adjusts for any possible change in the outcomes that are preordained final destination is really the best best version of that and i'm sorry christine final destination takes the cake for uh ensuring that people get offed in often unique ludicrous and hilarious ways which leads up to funnier pieces um yeah
1: yeah yeah um death finds a way in final destination movies and, and the same with christy and with i Christine. like the one where they're dancing they get to the event they manage to get there
0: and she's like oh my heart and then dies yeah like oh yeah anyway framing perspectives uh another thing that is really well done in this episode is how they use glass Mm -hmm. to reflect a change in the perspective of the person because strong men can't cry. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of the motif and the trope, but if a strong man is sad, he looks out a window that and reflects light upon him while it's raining.
1: And the rain will cast we'll down it. his yeah.
0: face. To look or like or tears.
1: they'll be standing in the rain and the rain will be dropping directly onto their face, making them look like they're crying. I'm so sad. It but rain. I can't cry because <laughs> yes. I'm a man-man. So, Just cry. Watching men cry is hot. And another
0: great one that shows that a person's perspective has shifted in, and it's broken, that they're, they're viewing things. In a cracked way that mm-hmm. they're they're not stable. It's a that quite they have, common symbol, yeah. Uh, and th- there's something wrong with them. Is a person looking through cracked glass or broken glass, so that their image yeah. is slightly obscured or shifted and not complete. That they have mentally broken. And there are a lot of great thriller movies that show you that moment when the bad person shifts. And I wish that another up trope, some Final Destination things. But again, it's. It's also just a framing device, so I don't know if you really call it a trope. But I mean, I Uh, guess it's a trope. So, Um,
1: but also the the reflection aspect is foreshadowing more to the split person and the mirror that is created, right? Because one is the true self and one is the broken self.
0: Yeah, and so we can see here the true self is not reflected in the broken glass of um the car. In mm-hmm. this, when, when, I keep wanting to call him Tony for some reason, but I think somebody's talking about Tony Todd in the script. So it's, and Tony has the same goatee, so. Um, anyway. Steven. Steve. 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 Hey, Steve. Uh, Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme is in our front, and our normal, how we would have expected, the guy who's just thought about getting Christine back but didn't actually mm-hmm. do it is in the background so he doesn't have a crap perspective our sorcerer supreme definitely does and they are showing that
1: to us very clearly here and i thought that was interesting to pull up it was very cool oh let's talk about this guy i don't know this guy at all so this welcome
0: cool. to kegliostro time kegliostro for those who are marvel fans was in 12 marvel comic books over the last 41 years he came about in 1970 in marvel in an epi- in a comic called fear and then featured most of the rest of his his uh Showings in Marvel as Cagliostro is uh, in the Dracula comics, and you can see Cagliostro from the Marvel version is the guy in the suit with the cravat, the weird mustache. He, that is his principal picture from our Marvel page, and then we get Oben, and I Oben is Cagliostro, so he's in this picture here because that is his principal alias in our in in the Marvel universe. But let's talk about who Cagliostro is, because Cagliostro, or Alessandro Cagliostro, was born in 1743 and died in 1795. He was... An Italian magician and toured around Europe as a famed successful person who did magic acts and spiritual healing and palm readings and psychic events. And he was a massive, world-renowned, loved character. And he was loved in his time until something called The Affair of the Necklace. Ooh. Now... If you look to the bottom under our Ike uh, Okami picture of Obe, you can see yes, that's Christopher Walken. Because in 2003, a movie of an aff- The Affair of the Necklace was made with Hilary Swank in the lead role. Huh. Because <laughs> there was this, he- and, and Christopher Walken played Cagliostro. So you can see, like, how cool he is, how amazing. You,
1: what, but did he speak, like, Christopher Walken? When does what? he not? Okay. I haven't seen the movie, but when does I he not speak, like...
0: I Cagliostro. I wonder if he he's, like, kids... Kids, you you gotta know there's magic in the air, (laughs) you know. This is pretty good, yeah. Walken, yeah. So, Christopher Walken plays Cagliostro, that's that's how big Cagliostro is. And, And I will also point out that on the right hand side, directly under the name Cagliostro, is the bust of Cagliostro himself. Okay, so later on in Cagliostro's life, a very valuable necklace gets stolen from marie antoinette Uh uh-oh when she was not yet queen marie antoinette's necklace is stolen and cagliostro is blamed and they take him and they lock him in the bastille for nine months oh he's locked away for nine months and they finally let him go because there is zero evidence against him being guilty of this crime that's literally what happens. So he's like, screw you, Brads. I'm leaving. <laughs> and he goes to England where he hangs out in England for a little while and things don't go so well for him in England. And so he's on his way back heading to Spain when he's hanging out on a boat or a train. like uh, He's hanging out traveling with these yeah. two people that turn out to be Spanish Inquisition agents who then capture him for saying something one way or another, and they seize him, and he gets dragged before the Inquisition, thrown in jail, and that's where he passes away at the Uh, age of just about 52. He had no luck. Like, after the affair of the necklace, things went downhill for poor Cagliostro. (laughs) Okay, so he passes away in 1795, and he passes away pretty well-known beloved person. He's also one of the instrumental people in the creation of the Italian Freemasons.
1: Interesting, so okay. I mean, yeah, people would pick up on that guy and be like, "Ah, he's actually a really well renowned he's got an interesting life. I would make him a vampire yes, in a vampire
0: I, story. not only that, he was a master forger, yeah, to the
1: extent where a, a letter written by Casanova
0: was forged by Ke- uh, Kegliostro and then presented to Casanova, and Casanova was like, "I can't even tell that this is not my letter." <laughs> I swore, and Cagliostro didn't even know the language that it was written in, and he, he couldn't even <laughs> read it. And he managed to make this letter, and it was perfect. And everybody thought that Casanova was even Casanova was like that. That very yeah. well could have been my letter. So a lot of people throughout time, and they will drop this name now for you, that um, a lot of people have referred and referenced to Cagliostro over the years because he's this like seminal mystic. He's like the Rasputin of yeah. you know. I was just not, thinking that he shot a bunch.
1: Uh, Not getting shot a bunch.
0: (laughs) Alistair Crowley actually says that Cagliostro is one of his past lives. If you recall, Alistair Crowley, another character from the 1920s in Gay Paris, who's running around. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought I dropped
1: that. Yeah, there's like throughout history, sometimes there's just these very charismatic people that end up kind of, history kind of revolves around. For a little while and like Cagliostro, Rasputin, Alistair Crowley were all kind of like that. Um, Okay, it's interesting. So Cagliostro, that is not his real name. That's his stage name, his Europe
0: name. He is apparently an amazing orator and he's great at attracting people's attention and making you want to listen to him as he tells and spins his tales and Mm -hmm. does his psychic healing. They find out that his real name in The Affair of the Necklace, right, it all comes Mm -hmm. out that his actual name is Giuseppe Balsamo. But I would like to, ca- to, to caution that I don't think that this is true. History has largely reflected that his name, in fact, is Giuseppe Balsamo. In fact, the bust there is of Giuseppe Balsamo because that is supposedly his real name. But I will tell you this, that it turns out that he was, in fact, a, a Jewish gentleman. And the Jewish word for like mystic leader or spiritual leader or healing person is a Baal Shem a balshem b-a-a-l-s-h-e-m and balsamo is essentially balshem in like italian so i don't know if that's necessarily the case um but there you have it now not to be outdone (laughs) dc they needed to put Cagliostro, they also
1: have a Cagliostro?
0: Into, their, into their stuff. And I don't know if anyone in chat has figured it out yet or noticed it. But the gentleman in the, in the brown hat, the brown leather hat wearing the overcoat, is none other than Cagliostro, the inventor, creator, maker guy in Spawn. So Cagliostro oh. is a key character in Spawn.
1: Interesting. And then
0: the guy with the skull in his hands, the other one, yeah, that is Cagliostro, as done by Orson Welles in the 1943 classic movie Black Magic. Which I was just—I have to put that in there. Yeah, of course, it's It's
1: Orson Orson Welles. Yeah. So, okay. So, but, but, so, dude made a library in this universe. He's actually a sorcerer, right? That's what we find out, right? He he had a library. The library is right behind us, as you can see. Okay.
0: I don't want to dig into it because who Cagliostro is or is not is like,
1: is way out there. He's such an interesting character. I like, it reminds me a lot of like a male Agatha and I would love to see a version of him in the MCU. I think that would be really, really cool. So in the MCU, mm-hmm. Cagliostro
0: isn't even Cagliostro. It's some other guy that we find out <laughs> later on who is a magician sorcerer who's looking no, to become well, immortal. In, Mar-
1: more in, Marvel in Marvel Comics. In the Marvel yeah, Comics, okay. sorry, not
0: the MCU. But in the in yeah. Marvel Comics, he's some other guy. He kills Cagliostro and takes his place. And the reason and Cagliostro do. is immortal is because he has found a ritual that allows him to live forever where he has to that it requires a lot of vampire blood
1: oh he has to eat <laughs> vampires
0: okay <laughs> so that is a whole part of it right there uh and here you have the whole big deep dive into who is Cagliostro. Who's,
1: who's this library owner <laughs> exactly
0: uh and it tells me because he's referenced quite a bit like not just once in doctor strange the mcu movie you're right they get Eiko kami for this and they give us open and they give us this hint of like, are you caught Cagliostro? And I love the fact that he he Doctor strange it? even tells him, do not tell me you're Cagliostro. And so the guy doesn't.
1: Yeah, because, I hope he is. That would be amazing. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I would think that there's a
0: zero percent probability that <laughs> in this movie, in this show, is not Cagliostro, and that we're not getting Cagliostro again. Uh, I I would bet dollars to donuts that we're. Well, donuts are expensive anyway, so it's a bad analogy. Yeah, they're but more I, than a dollar now. I know, right? Um, uh, so we'll, I would bet we'll dollars to timbits <laughs> that we're going to get <laughs> that we're going to get Cagliostro Very in the Canadian. next Doctor
1: Strange. That would be cool, or more references to him, right? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, Okay, I have a question for you out there in the
0: world. He says, no doy. No doy. Yeah. And has he said that before? Because I could not find it, I don't. I,
1: watched, I don't think that he has. Uh, yeah, I
0: watched Doctor Strange. I watched the <laughs> other movies, like everything that had Doctor Strange in it. I looked it up today, and I could not find any point
1: where he says "no doy" before. I feel like but I feel I, like I feel, that's a Benedict Cumberbatch thing. Like maybe they are like just fill in this with a line and just say it. But I I went through a period of time where "no doy" was in my vocabulary. I don't know when. I'm trying to remember how far that was back in the past, but no doy was in my vocabulary at some point. There you go.
0: No doy. <laughs> no doy. He's such a great picture. Every single picture, oh. every single moment that's frozen in time in these episodes of What If? Yeah, are, are gorgeous. gorgeous. pictures. Just like this is what you do when you get a great storyboard artist and you give him the director of an animated feature like Mm -hmm. this he's just going to knock it out of the park (laughs) he's just gonna make everything gorgeous (laughs) like the way the sunlight comes in the way it references him the way that the the lighting changes from this Mm -hmm. where those candles are changes to the lighting points in the next scene and it just flows from one beat to the next it's just really beautiful and no (laughs) doy
1: okay Yeah, let's take it away. Let's talk about Man in Shadow. Um, So, of course, this is a such a common storytelling trope. Um, I would say that the biggest like version of this that I've seen actively engaged exactly in this way was actually in the Yoda Chronicles within... Um, the Clone Wars, where he goes to the Force planet and then confronts the shadow version of himself and they have a fight and he actually kills the shadow version of himself, which is generally speaking, you're not supposed to kill the shadow version of yourself. Um, When we talk about things from like Star Wars perspective, when you end up falling into the dark side, the dark side has consumed you. And so this is why this whole episode reminded me so much of Anakin's story and how Like he was obsessed with bringing Padme back from the dead. And even when he had gone dark, he had done that. And the good man that was Anakin was buried deep inside of the shadow form of him, which is now a monster on the outside. Um, It's just, it's such a, a good way to show the conflict within and the different aspects of yourself in a visual format. And so I really applaud the episode for doing it in such a beautiful way. Uh, I love it. That's all. Well, tell me more about
0: the the shadow and what that means. Oh, okay. So, get into the Jungian bit <laughs> that you really wanted to, like, I'm going to talk about it. Okay. That's why you're here. I only brought you on for this point.
1: Oh. <laughs> you could have had Will the whole time, everybody I could have. going, oh. Chaos levels. Okay. So, the shadow is just something that we always have within us. It is our darkness. It is the thing that builds because of the baggage that we carry around with us. Obviously, uh, Doctor Strange or the Sorcerer Supreme, had carried around the baggage of Christine enough that it had grown into an it an alternate version of himself right and the more that we sort of ignore that aspect and don't deal with that darkness and ruminate on it right or ignore it or don't put it in its right place because um not young but um is an interpretation of young described it like a trash bag that you carry behind you, which is your shadow. Um, the more, uh, garbage or baggage that you shove into this trash bag and don't deal with, don't put away in its proper place, the longer and bigger and smellier your shadow becomes. And visually, we see that play out in the episode with Doctor Strange consuming the darkness that is across the galaxy in an attempt to become more powerful and get what he wants and ruminate on these things. And he becomes visually more and more monstrous uh as time goes on, consuming these different aspects of the uh darkness of the galaxy or the universe that he is in.
0: Yeah, it's also a yeah. really good visual reference of power corrupts.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I mean this ends up becoming a cautionary tale because you can't mm-hmm. bring uh a loved one back from the dead. That I mean that's what it's trying to say, you know? And um it's I just i i appreciated this storytelling uh, in this way, and I felt like it was a very powerful way to do it. it. There's there's a lot being done from a visual symbolism perspective. So he
0: can't get over Christine mm-hmm. until he consumes himself. And yeah. What's he, neat in this is and, that, and,
1: and that's actually something that Young and Bly talked about, mm-hmm. which is you need to eat your shadow. You need to understand it enough to be able to eat it and then it becomes part of you and it becomes power instead of something that you are ignoring that harms you
0: and in this episode we get the opposite we get the
1: opposite of that which is (laughs) quite common from a a, you know when you fall to the dark side like that that is quite common the good person inside of you is hidden inside right Hmm. and locked away
0: well we get a very very physical version and that's the only point at which his grief consumes him is when the person who has accepted christine's loss is taken back into him that he can actually see what he's done as the world falls down around his ears it's very physical and hits you over the head with every single yeah. metaphor and analogy it can create. It literally
1: melts into shadow, like yeah, the no, darkness. It and actually. Well, it, it Well, everything is melting, right? I want to talk about that. Flip okay. to the next slide. Oh, okay.
0: okay. All right, let's talk about
1: Erasure. Oh, because okay. the MCU We've, sure loves to
0: erase things. They love things. it. They love it. So uh, the first time we get it is the Thanos snap when everything turns to dust. The second time we get it is in WandaVision when everything that she has made... From the, uh, the the change mm-hmm. of reality, from her possession of the Mind Stone and, and her powers, uh, she, uh, everything that she has done, turns into, like, digitized
1: dust. Right. And then... They, they- also sort of got it in Loki with the pruning... Too. yeah but that was teleporting yeah. right we I, I, know, I know i know i know at
0: the time but that's what was going on and so what we get in this one is really neat because the fundamental building blocks of everything are mm-hmm. dust carbon right we we're turned reduced to nothing but our fundamental building blocks in an animated show what are the fundamental building blocks ink and what are they all turning that's into? so neat i know right that's oh, God, cute i love it <laughs> so there you go everything is being returned to the it's being basically wiped away smudged away mm-hmm. into big black ink as you erase the picture uh, and take away um, these people's lives mm-hmm. and so that's what we get yet again with mm-hmm. more erasure so they deal with it really really well like it's graphic it's very uh, it's, chest clenching mm-hmm. when it happens in the mc when it happens in um avengers infinity and, war yeah when it happens in wandavision especially with vision at the very end and i include Ugh. that because it i watched it again today and it still made me cry um and then when it happens in this i feel the same way i mm-hmm. feel that same and i think they're going for it here is at as this uh this universe is mm-hmm. destroyed it's uh it's returned to, to, to ink, and, um, and I've lost my, my, my line there, but uh, it made me very sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, and then a couple of other things that I want to point out. The oh, tentacle this is monster cool. yeah. is exactly the same tentacle monster from Captain Carter.
1: Ha ah, cool. I don't
0: doubt Jesse Garretts and maybe a couple other people in chat know exactly what the name of that monster what is. What is it? It is a big, nasty monster from Marvel Comics. And it may be mm? the final threat or a final threat that they have to face because I think that that monster exists across the universe.
1: It's not Cthulhu? It's, uh, I don't think so.
0: Uh, I, but I think it exists outside of time. And right. Outside. I think that a are And then, and then it. it's
1: like, and then all the different threads and storylines exactly. that the Watcher is watching will be pulled together to defeat the, the cross-universe uh, monster. And I just want to point out,
0: <laughs> tentacled things are usually very intelligent, and we should not be eating them. Okay, moving on
1: also george lucas is a big fan of tentacles oh yeah L- like, like so many
0: people are i mean tentacled things are scary
1: foreign intimidating, intimidating. but very intelligent because mm. they have to control so many things
0: we watched one of them squish the red skull like nothing
1: yeah a pop uh
0: and in this one here dr strange deals with it very well but then takes some of it into him uh so it is uh yeah shuma Likely the monster, it's got a big beak. It definitely looks like a big space octopus squid, uh, yeah. with nothing but tentacles. Uh, and it is, uh, it is possibly the big bad for the entire, yeah, season. Uh, I don't know for sure, but it is interesting that it's popped up once again from episode one to episode four.
1: It's all connected. There you go. yeah so
0: at the end of the show. Everything is reduced to the tiny, tiny little gem. I almost think of it as a teardrop.
1: I, I thought it reminded me of the um, the Power Stone in some ways. Like, just hmm. that that it was an Infinity Stone of itself. And in that, it was kind of like... Wow.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of wondered what happened to the Infinity Stones yeah. in this world. Like, if, it, if it's all destroyed, do the Infinity Stones just crumble into dust as well? Um, so we get this tiny little thing and he is all that's left inside in of it. the entire yeah. world he gets to sit there and reminisce over what he's done and be sad and be sad <laughs> over the loss of his yeah. love and come to grips with it because we're you've going been to put get in him in a again u- you've been
1: put in a universal timeout <laughs> because there he is again yeah talking
0: to captain carter
1: yeah which is cool and uh he looks like he has not slept Strange, you look like crap.
0: I know. I mean, where is there really anywhere comfortable to sleep in that prismatic shell? No, it's that he's always been trapped it's, away it's
1: all cylindrical on the inside, yeah. and so you can't ever get so flat, and you keep on sliding down the yeah. walls. So, so I want to point out a
0: couple remaining pieces to this. Okay. Oh no, not the oh, not this one. Not, this not one.
1: that one. Oh,
0: um, I want to point out a couple remaining things in this. The watcher. Basically, I don't have the lines. I probably should have put them up for you. That would have been appreciated on your part to, to know what I'm talking about here. But if you go back and watch it, the watcher basically says, "I'm sorry that all this needed to happen, but all this needed to happen."
1: Yeah, he does. And he also says I can't interfere. I can't I, interfere. No, I won't interfere. He yeah. could interfere, but he won't. Yeah. Cuz I'm gonna
0: Yeah. I'm going to interfere later and I'm going to take you out of your little prison and I'm going to put you into save the world for some other thing. And mm-hmm. so all of this
1: has to happen
0: yeah in fact that's an absolute point in time right there because i need you right there buddy yeah
1: exactly like there's no Ugh. way we
0: can avoid this
1: yeah inside the gem
0: so there's some tiny whiny stuff in this episode especially with regards to the ancient one that i thought was like okay maybe it's just that they could not get everyone that they wanted for voice acting needs i didn't think that we needed an, a shadow of the ancient one set forward to the moment of Dr. Strange weaning and thinning time down because he's replayed the Christine moment so many times in history. Mm. But anyway, uh, yeah. And so I, I wanted to end with a what if because this image kept popping up today every time I would pop it up. And I loved... Disney Infinity so much. I collected almost every single Disney Infinity figure. We played it so much. It was a mainstay. Marie Claire was like, you bought more? Kyle, (laughs) you just bought 10 (laughs) figures yesterday. I was like, yeah, but these ones were available
1: and they get sold out quick. And I mean, they really did. We have a lot of them. We should probably take a picture of them and show them. I'm going to do that. To people because like, I don't think people realize how much we were really into Disney Infinity. Disney Infinity so much. Anyway... (laughs)
0: so here we have doctor strange and this is the maquette this is the artist drawing of it it was in pre-production and going to be made when they canceled disney infinity after 3.0 it was supposed to come out for 3.0 and when it was canceled they didn't make him and And you're sad i'm sad and so what's interesting is
1: that the artist himself has has um been like the artist the similar style they've Mm -hmm. actually turned into little statuesque things that you could buy at the disney store at one point until the disney store shut down in all of canada and i hear that it's shutting down in a lot of places in the u.s so i'm sad like where do we get our our very unique disney merch i guess online
0: i you know i think they're just making better money licensing it out to other people to make it right rather than making it themselves Or selling it themselves. Like you bought right the people who made Disney Infinity, the the Mm -hmm. the company they Disney bought them and then built them up and then said, "eh, we don't want to have the budget anymore." And it acts yeah right in the midst of their biggest thing. And the thing is, is like when it was cut, yes, it was slow to load because it was loading into conventional you know um console gaming systems yeah. at the time it was innovative design it was characters that had stored data on them they were like l- like ntfs almost like you you would plug it in and that would be representative of your character in the game and you could take that character to a friend's house and play there and he'd still be level 19 if that's what he was so that was really cool and i'm sad to see that that's gone and the figures were and the adventures were fun like i
1: really loved running around um Like downtown New York and trying to save Avengers Tower, and then you're like, "Oh, Oscorp! Oh no, what's going on?" And like, yeah, that there were so many cool things. So I'm really sad that it's gone. The figures
0: that they made were some of the most impressive, amazing three to four inch characters out there that I've ever seen, and the fact that they had this dual purpose, I'm so sad for, and the fact that we will never get a Doctor Strange. Disney Infinity figure, let alone the others. I tweeted today, I don't know if you saw it, the picture of the mock-up of what the X-Men would have looked like in Disney Infinity and I was just even more sad. I did not
1: see that. It is
0: they are amazing and there's so much they out there. They should just make so, the
1: statues cuz they're very cute. They 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 would probably sell just as well as like Funko's. So they kind of did that, but they They did for they a while like cuz I saw well. I saw yeah. Ray, right? I saw Ray yep. and I saw Kylo and they were the Non non Disney Infinity. Yeah they did figures. do them and
0: they, they maintained it, but it wasn't they didn't put the money into it and they didn't put the time into the marketing. Yeah. The fair. way they did with Disney Infinity.
1: Is that our last slide?
0: That's it. Yes. Huh. I was just what if Disney Infinity hadn't been cancelled? Because yeah. I was thinking about that today. <laughs> sad. Sadness. I'm not as sad as Sorcerer Supreme Strange. Yeah. I will that's tell you true. that.
1: I have a question for you. Sure. Will we only get one or two cross what if episodes? Okay. Will it be a part one, part two? Will it be a just a, a one finale after all the episodes have been told? I kind of get the feeling that we might get two episodes of a what if finale once the watch. Because how close is the watcher? The watcher is literally yelling at Stephen Strange. He can't like he's not going to take him out of this situation. Like yeah. it.
0: Well, yeah, I can tell you a few things. We are still to get. A Gamora episode. Right. That's one. We're on episode four, right? So there's nine. So we can, we can count this out. There's five to go. We've got a Gamora mm-hmm. episode to come. There is a Spider-Man episode to come.
1: Oh, yeah, there is. Right? Yeah. So that's
0: there. There is a Zombies episode to come. Yeah. I don't know if that's the finale or not. So I, I couldn't tell you. And then there is the Iron Man and Killmonger episode to come. And that leaves us with one episode left. Mm. And there is... Imagery of vision with the Mind Stone in his head and all of the other gems in his chest mm-hmm. as the like, and it's almost like a suit of armor in Infinity mm. Vision. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how he fits into that, but there are five episodes left, and I don't again know where we're gonna go and what's gonna happen or what even's next. I'm gonna guess it's the Killmonger episode next. I'm gonna guess that it's a step back for the Watcher because yeah. we've got basically our mid-season tease with yeah. Dr. Str- you know, Sorcerer Supreme Strange lost and alone in a in a gem world contained by the watcher yeah. to be pulled out for the future.
1: I've um, got that. We were asked uh, how many seasons will What If be? We don't know, but it so ha- was renewed. There's 2 seasons already yeah. of What If. I will guess
0: that they have enough to pull because of the way they've looked at the yeah. questions so far and the way they have structured this that I can see this having 3 to 5 now i will point out disney is not good <laughs> at long standing shows they don't want that when, yeah and Mar- marvel too marvel will generally do only do something for three seasons at most there are very few outliers to i mean that. agents
1: of shield was so rare and, and that's a cbs thing no i know and they had to fight oh, for sorry. that i'm speaking to animated oh animated shows things like armored
0: adventures Mm. for iron man you get wolverine Mm and the x-men you get any of the x-men ones getting anything beyond a third season is almost impossible in animation um so i don't i don't think we're going to get a ton more i could see very easily developing another three seasons from this i could write three seasons of of, if if i see what they're doing now and i can see that they're pulling things in different ways that they can then pull the characters that are central to that into a final episode where it's cosmic avengers Mm -hmm. i could see doing that Uh, i could write that that would be well
1: they probably want to do something different the next go around that plugs into the next phase of what's happening and um says something different from a what if like Hey, what is the point or what is the thesis of why we are telling all of these things? Because it feels very much like they're trying to set us up for why is this important? The why. We talked about this so many times, the why of these things. Um, And so to me, it feels like it's pulling on that. And then they would have to tell a different why each season to keep our interest, I think. They could still do the similar sort of what ifs associated with it, but it's important to answer a different question i think
0: i agree any other
1: final thoughts no that's all i had um i really enjoyed this episode you had way <sighs> more problems i know it, I've it was seen so... it four times i know fair yeah so
0: it those montages kind of hmm, after a bit I, I i felt like you did after seeing it once this is mm. not like last week's episode where you watch it the second time and you're like, "Ooh, I didn't see that. Ooh, I'm in on the joke, right? You're like, "Oh mm. God, I'm in on the joke.
1: All right, Christine <laughs> is dead. We get it. Christine is dead. It's like, uh, it felt very, uh, yeah, like on um, uh Christmas Carol, like, oh, we exactly. get it. Morley is dead. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> So yeah, um. <laughs> Thanks for showing up. Thanks for dropping in today and hanging out with us. I cannot wait for more psychological stuff uh, in the next episode, which I think is going to be really cool. I'm really looking forward to the buddy, buddy Killmonger Iron Man stuff that might come to to pass in the next episode. Uh, Catch us back next week. We will be here at the same time, same Mm -hmm. What If channel uh, here on YouTube. And uh, we have to duck out pretty quick here because we're off to see Shang-Chi and then record with the kids <laughs> their reaction to the 10 rings and if i don't get 10 rings i'm going to be a little disappointed they're on their arms you can see it but each of the 10 rings
1: has a different power associated oh, with it oh 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 my powers you want the different powers they did that so well in, in Armored, Armored Adventures. Ad- yes, they did. Like Armored Adventures was such a good cartoon. It, it really is. It it makes me so sad it didn't get the love. It it and Happy and Pepper oh, yeah. were so cute. And 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 Brody. Like you have these like baby versions of, of yep. all of the characters. If you haven't checked out our is do, do we know if Armored Adventures is on oh, Disney Plus? It it's there. Yeah, no. What are you doing the, watching I, this show? You should be watching Armored Adventures. Yeah,
0: i I would sit there and join you, but for some reason, Armored Adventures, I can only get about eight <laughs> minutes into the episode and then I fall asleep. It doesn't
1: matter if I've had a really good night's sleep already. <laughs> eight minutes in. Ugh, well, it's because it's because um, at wonder, the time Robin was really into it, and Robin was only like three or something. Sure. And it was on in the morning, and you would like pass out on the couch while she watched. That's fair, but then I turned it's... it on the other day. Yeah, didn't like the that? middle of a Saturday
0: <laughs> afternoon, it was a gonk and I was out. So I don't know. I think
1: know. you've been hypnotized I by also the show. Kind of maybe
0: feel that the cell shading does something to my brain oh. and pacifies me to the point where I'm like, oh, I sleep now. So But the story itself is so there good. You go. It's great. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's beautiful to watch. And uh I cannot wait to join you back here next week for more of the adventure. Anything going on that you want to tell people
1: about? For us? Or other stuff. Yeah. Oh, I I released an episode of What the Force that's like a regular episode. It's not yeah. a bad batch. I know we're I'm back. I'm not on it. No, and uh, yeah, I've got a bunch of um, What the Force stuff planned for this month, so that'll be really cool. Um, this one I'm not in it. Yeah, I know <laughs> people. Yes, yes. It'll be good. People were excited that it was a regular episode. It's, I know. It's a Power of Myth and Symbolism episode on uh, the missing divine feminine in Star Wars. And uh, I have fangirling only who helped with uh, the tea selection for the Loki show. So uh, when we both actually have purple hair, which is really funny and cute and it's uh it's a really great episode it'll be out on monday for regular people or it's out now already on the Patreon. so that's that's cool
0: that's awesome yeah i'm looking
1: forward to giving that a listen yeah and you should too uh
0: and my last provision that i'm going to try to add going forward here is hey marvel's asked what if and then they've turned it into this beautiful show and that is giving you the permission and power to ask your own what ifs and then answer them yourselves. Mm -hmm. So go out there and do it. Create the content that you have in your heart because Marvel says it's perfectly fine and acceptable to do it, and they want to know and see more of it, and I do too. Mm -hmm. So if you've written your own Marvel ships in different stands (laughs) and different approaches to things, throw it out there. Marvel has always been about new, interesting ways of looking at old problems.
1: Yep. So... With that being said, it's really like, in so many ways, I wasn't expecting this, but it is really a celebration of transformational thought. And uh, I'm all about that. So it's really enjoyable wait for
0: more. So we'll see you back next week.